my name is Wendy K. Blair. I'm an author, motivational speaker, as well as an instructor and a baker. I want to first thank Angel for this opportunity in the Everyday Women series. I want to talk about promoting healing and hope. One of the things that I often questioned God for was, why did you take my daughter at the age of 16? Why did you take my dad when he was in his 20s, when I was in my 20s? And the thing now that I see currently is for me to help other people that are going through the same issue of loss. So I now see why God did certain things that he did in my past in order to promote me forward to be able to help other people. So I just want to talk about some of the things that I tell people how to move forward whenever they lose someone that they love. And one of the things I tell people to do is to journal, journal every day, journal and write that person that you lost. Tell that person how much you miss them. Let that be your way of talking to them and staying connected to them. The other thing I always suggest is to have a affirmation page or to have positive speaking um, engagements that come up, go to those engagements, talk about it, listen to how people are overcoming. I read anywhere from 10 to 15 affirmations in the morning before I get up. I may read 10 to 15 affirmations before um, lunchtime. It's just how I'm feeling at the time and what amount of encouragement I need to be lifted up. The next thing I would suggest is to get you a support group. Sometimes you just need people to be in the room as background noise versus being in the room to talk to you and to keep going over what you are going through. Whenever I lost my dad, I often found myself just in the room with people just to have them there as a support system versus me having to have a conversation. It was kind of like my background noise so I can go inside myself to think about what it is that I'm going through. And I often tell people that lose people, sometimes that background noise is what you need in order to move forward. And your support system, they always know that you need them there. They're just waiting for you to ask them to be there with you. I also remember my friend telling me, she said, hey, Wendy, I was coming home from a trip and I noticed that there were flowers alongside the road. And then I looked in the background and the background picture was perfect. And it's something that my mom loved. And I was like, okay. And she told me, she said, Wendy, I stopped and I pulled over side the road. I got out and I just stood there in that moment. And I enjoyed the moment of being with my mom because it was something that she loved. And sometimes you have to find the things that, that person loved and do it only so that you can feel closer to that person. One thing for me is I meditate and in meditation, I often see my daughter. I often see my dad and that's my opportunity to talk to them and to tell them how I'm feeling at that time. It allows me to kind of see what they're doing. And I know that some people say that's, that's just a figure of your imagination, but it's just me being closer to those two people that I lost. 
because I can see my daughter being in her 20s at this point in time. I can see her dating. I can see my dad laughing and talking about the things that he enjoy. So for me, I like to be that person to provide hope to other people who have lost family and friends along this journey. And COVID is a prime example of you have to do things in the moment and tell people you love them. Because if not, you could lose them and they won't be here for the next time when you're ready to tell them. I try to be a beam of hope for family and friends in my community, only to allow them to know that they have someone in their corner if they have lost someone. And sometimes it's hard to go into funerals for me because I remember how I felt when my dad passed and I had to bury my father, it's hard for me to go into a funeral now. And often I will avoid that. <laughs> I avoid that experience because I don't want to go back through that. And I can't see how much loss other people are feeling. So a lot of times I will not go to a funeral unless I really, really have to. And it takes a lot of energy out of me just to be there in that moment. But I do it because either I have to or that person that is closest to me, they need me there as a moral beam of support. So for me, the top four things that I would take out of promoting hope and providing healing would be to be a support system to someone who has lost, to have them to write into their journals and express their thoughts and how they love that person to read positive affirmations, to be a positive support system to someone who has lost, and also meditate. Meditate to that person and tell that person why and how you feel. And a lot of times it's going to take growth to get to that level because it took me it took me about three years just to learn to meditate properly and to really look inside of myself and to really find that that's my happy place is with my father and my daughter when I meditate. Also, your journal entries, when you look back at them, they may be very, very dark because that's the place you're in. And then if you write about it currently or a few years from now, it may change the way you think and the way you look at certain things in life. So journal, get your support system, read affirmations, and just Think positive. Put positive out there in the universe and the universe will put positivity back to you and you will you will be OK. I know it's hard now, but you're going to be OK. Things will be it won't be fine. It will not be complete. It will never go back to the way it was, but it will give you a sense of stability and a sense of hope in order to move forward. Thanks again, Angel. And thanks again for allowing me to be a part of the Everyday Women series. 